0: And welcome to another episode of This Is My Bourbon Podcast. My name is Perry and I am your host. And this is our second episode where we wrap up the Bourbon and Beyond Festival from a couple weekends ago. Now, this again is not going to have a review or tips and bits like we normally do, but it is instead going to be a whole conversation uh, where I talk with Fred Minnick of Bourbon Plus and the Bourbon Pursuit Podcast. And then Paul Blackburn, who is a, a local a restaurant owner up in Louisville, as well as Autumn from the Creed. And this, so a, a little bit of backstory on how this episode came to be. It was unfortunate that the Sunday of Bourbon and Beyond had to be canceled, but I got to be honest with you, there was so much rain that if we even tried to stand in that open field and listen to music, we, we would just drown. I mean, there was no chance that we were going to be able to, to make that happen. So it was in our best interest and um, in the best interest of, I say our, like I had something to do with it. It was in the best interest of the patrons and the people who were there um, to go ahead and cancel the show. And it sucked, but we, of course, are super looking forward to next year. But before we get there, uh, we, as I said, have a really great conversation with Fred, Paul, and Autumn. And (laughs) I'm not doing a whole lot of editing on this episode. I'm going to be very honest with you because it is a lot of fun and I want you to kind of experience it in the same way that I did. So as we're going to just really hop right into it. So enjoy. Right.
1: (laughs) And you have my permission to use my beautiful voice. (laughs) Welcome to this is my bourbon podcast. Right? That's what it's called? That's what it's called, yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm just gonna use that as the intro from now on though.
1: Welcome to this is (laughs) my
2: bourbon podcast. What you wearing? How you doing? Gotta dance with your date. What'd you say? Can I dance with your date?
0: You see that it, sign over there? That says what's J-Date,
2: tips? by the way? You ever heard of J-Date? It's for Jewish people to meet and mingle. Is it really? Is that what that is? Absolutely.
1: Hmm. I had they no idea. They keep advertising toward me. <laughs> like, I keep getting these ads for J-Date in my Facebook feed. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's trying still, to tell
0: you something, friend.
1: It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> they're trying to recruit you. I mean, uh, I'm married, so maybe... No, they're trying ma- to recruit
0: you into the The, the Jewish faith. faith.
1: Oh, you know, that's yeah. Oh, that's, uh bulk in my build. <laughs> <laughs> I I you know, I could see that. Yeah. I respect the oh Jewish faith.
0: Absolutely. I just like that we both said exactly the same, same thing. thing it's almost thing. Is this my coffee? Actually almost Paul Paul does does that
1: a lot. He is a uh he is a salesman through and through and one of his skills is that he can he can size you up in a matter of thirty minutes and he will be saying things that is his mind anal- analytically programs things to say to you, just
2: to get you to buy something. It's just a god given gift.
0: Well, uh, we've been sitting here for about thirty minutes with each other. So, how have you sized me up yet?
2: Yeah, I think you're okay. a very yeah you're you're a genuinely good dude. I I got that feeling. Oh, you're passionate about what you're doing. Thanks, Paul. I see a bright future for you and in the bourbon business. And uh, you're gonna make me cry. Yeah. Don't cry. And now cool. and now, there's no crying to, in bourbon. Uh, he's gonna lay hands on you. Uh, you are healed. <laughs>
1: I've been given the blessing. By the power of bourbon. <laughs> Specifically, Jeff the Creed. <laughs> I feel you.
0: Come on down the aisle. Can I get an amen? <laughs> amen.
3: No, the the reverend for the local church around where my farm is, he really talks like that. Yeah? Like, that's actually how he preaches. And It's hilarious. Good.
1: Yeah. Th- does he get in a sweat when he's, like, going around? And He
3: doesn't get in a sweat anymore. I mean, he's, like... 80 something years old now, but he, <laughs> he talks like that. He'll move his hands and shakes his head every, the whole nine do, yards. Do
1: you like lose your sweat glands when you get old? Because I have noticed that older people don't sweat. I think they I sweat no through idea. their feet. They Oof. sweat through their feet? I think their feet get stinkier.
2: Ugh.
3: I'm just saying. Oh. I buy that. Yeah. Have, have, you, ever, have, have, have yeah. you
1: ever been to the fair? And, the, and they, there's that little booth at the fair where they, they have you stick your feet in the water, and they say it cleanses you. Yeah, no thanks. And it takes out all the toxins. And you walk by it,
2: and it's like, it's gross. It's, it's like the dirtiest the water well, think ever. Think about how
3: many people have stuck their feet in that. I mean, <laughs> well, well no, I think no. they changed the
2: water out. My mother-in-law has one of those machines, and they work miracles. Are you serious? Yeah, my, my, my hand of God, My bro, my father-in-law uses it twice a week, and it's lowered the pH in his body, and it's helped out with his blood pressure and his cholesterol count. That's the only thing he's changed is using the, the foot bath. It's kind of like uh, voodoo, but seriously, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it, it works. Man. And there's like this whole chart of things with the water looks a certain way. It can pull blood clots through your feet, uh, tell you all kinds of wild things like uh, parasites and whatnot. Just saying. Mm.
1: Well, I think bourbon does a pretty good job killing parasites, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah speaking of bourbon.
2: Bourbon, bourbon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: We got a we got a fun little not so much roundtable but a little discussion that we're going to have.
1: I do believe be square table bourbon roundtable table yeah. is taken, sir. I know you, it you is. Can't use that. I'm not going to. I don't want to step on as anybody's a, toes over at the bourbon a pursuit bourbon, podcast. bourbon <laughs> pursuit podcast. As a bourbon pursuit podcaster, <laughs> I am hereby ordering you to cease and desist Are the you? bourbon <laughs> <laughs> roundtable word.
0: You didn't sign a contract or anything, right? That says you can't be on any other. Like it's not. It, it's not a. Uh, I not can compete. do whatever
2: I want. Okay. <laughs> I'm Fred Minnick. <laughs> no i am
3: yeah
2: <laughs> happy sunday morning hallelujah <laughs> already been to church i guess yeah well, well, well your reverend he, he like embodied us we had the spirit there, there for a minute
3: just spirit of bourbon i like
2: it yeah.
1: autumn i like your necklace what is that? is that a jade
3: i think it's just a geote that no it's <laughs> a, just fake. a rock thing it's just a rock that's thing. really
1: cool i like i like rocks I used to like collect in my bourbon. Kid. No, actually, I don't like ice in my bourbon. It depends on the well, bourbon.
2: I, a, I like ice in my bourbon. I like something really cold. Yeah, you like it in. He also drinks. Hayden, he also, drink, he yep. also drinks. He also
1: drinks vodka. Favorite. So oh. you have to dismiss him. A I little do not bit. drink vodka. You, I've seen you drink vodka before. I've seen you order a vodka in a soda. Well, I mean, that's so. not.
2: That's, it's a means to an end. If that makes sense. Yeah. It means to an end of being cool. Thanks. <laughs> I was never cool to begin with.
1: Yeah, so. You're pretty cool. Friends. All right, so you got this whole thing you want to I, do. So I, I'll, I'll I don't even know. Up. I
0: don't even know if anything's gonna happen at this point. What I was gonna say though is, you need to come out with a, like a cool list at the end of the year, and like a cool list and a not cool list. And Paul's gonna be at like the top of the not. I'm
2: totally <laughs> gonna be at the top of the not. Cool list.
1: Yeah. I'll tell you. I will tell you this about Paul. He is actually my coolest friend. Is he? I, I mean, I mean that wow. sincerely. Man. I,
0: Fred's getting Fred's getting real deep here. Give yeah. you a fist bump on that one, yeah, buddy. He,
1: <laughs> he he will bend over. He he's uh, he's the kind of friend who will take his uh, shoes off and the sticker patch to give to you if Aww. you're both in a sticker patch. That's he,
2: that's heartwarming. He's
1: it got is. your back. Fred well, I love seems you too, to, buddy.
0: Fred seems to get real real deep on on this show for some reason. Like I just I don't know what it is. I just pulled the you now people
1: with cool hair have a tendency <laughs> to pull things out of me. So you know. Doesn't he have nice hair on him? He does. Thank you. Do you use conditioner? (laughs) What do you use?
3: Bourbon. Oh, yeah, I
0: have bourbon shampoo. No, this is the second time recently that I've had to talk about my hair on this show. But, yes, I shampoo twice. It's that shampoo conditioner. Wait,
1: you shampoo twice? I do shampoo twice. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't
0: even
3: take my hair. It follows the instructions on the shampoo bottle. (laughs) Oh, wow.
2: You know, I... That's the key to good hair. Read the directions. (laughs) You know, Damn it!
1: the last time that uh, washing hair was of interest to me from a news perspective was when they were, they, they were actually saying like, you don't need to wash your hair every day. Right. And so I, I, I was like, fine, I won't wash my hair every day. And then like, and then like weird stuff started happening.
2: Like your hair looked great. Like no, no. We like, started it, liking reggae music. It, no. <laughs> like, it, like
1: I started getting like these these bumps on my on the back of my head a little bit, and oil. And I never and I never got those. And you know, my wife, who's a she's a she's a doctor, and, and I was telling her about it. She's like, "Well, what have you changed?" Thermals? I He's like, "Well, I don't wash my hair every day." Well, so she's like, "Wash your fucking hair."
2: <laughs> Follow the directions.
1: So. You know, uh, there might be something. freaking (laughs) sense. (laughs) There might be something to washing your hair for good hair. I mean, what do you think? You got more hair than all of us.
3: I personally don't wash my hair every day, but I've always done it. How often do you wash your hair? Once every other day.
2: Okay. And see, he said he doesn't wash his hair every day. I don't. You and I are the only two people who wash our hair every day, and then we have ball caps on because we're balding a little bit in places. (laughs) Well, that and we're 40. That's true. We are both 40. (laughs) Yeah. Years old. This is 40. Gray. I was going to just say that again. <laughs> I promise. Jesus. All
1: right.
0: Paul, I think, I think we're brothers or something. But we have to know, be. Cut from the same yeah, coin. You actually
1: kind
2: of look yeah. alike.
0: My dad, my dad was adopted. Was he? So, yeah. Uh-huh. Was but he you? was
2: from upstate New York. Ah, so. <laughs> I have no family from there. I kind of look like a well, New Yorker. Well, if I know anything there. about the
1: Blackburn family, that seed traveled. <laughs> Long and far. So there was a there to was the wind. a there was a guy named Blackburn who was running for governor in the 1800s, and he was bribing people at the ballot box with
2: shots of uh, Old Crow back when Old Crow was really good. Was he from Eastern Kentucky? He was. That's where my family originated from in well, the hills of Pike County, Kentucky. So he ran out of he ran out of Old Crow and lost. Really? Yeah. And
1: see. George Washington, on the other hand, <laughs> he actually, when he was uh, running for uh, Congress when we were uh, when we were a colony, mm-hmm. um, he actually uh,
2: bribed people with rum, and he did not run out. Well, you know what? George Washington's wife, his name was Martha. Blackburn? Oh, is that right? That's right.
0: Really? Yeah, absolutely. So, are you related to mm. way, the way, movement? way back? Yeah. So, wow. our
2: people when they came to the United States kind of settled through Kentucky, Virginia, and then southern in Tennessee. Well, there
1: wasn't there a uh, a Blackburn too on the on the Constitution. I that's feel like a I'm on the issue
2: of like street knowledge right now. So, no, I don't know. Answer that yeah, question. Yeah, that,
1: that's a Google. I think there was a Blackburn I can't on the d- on, uh, that signed the original Constitution. I think he was. Uh, that is worth looking into. Yeah. I'll, I'll I think look, he was I'll a representative from South Carolina. South if mem- Carolina. If memory serves.
2: Let's see. It's the uh, history. So, all right. History so, we're, you've got so, yeah, you let's, get this
0: whole show thing. Let's, let's talk a little bit about what, what just happened yesterday.
1: Uh, I washed my hair. <laughs> <laughs> I started the day off with a good <laughs> lather upon this lovely hair. And then I, uh, I used pomade. You know, and I combed it over. Okay, so.
0: I have, a couple, I have a couple of hair products, too, that I used.
1: All right, so we're gonna, okay. anyway. I'm going to get off track so. again and keep <laughs> setting me up with this stuff. So yesterday
0: was bourbon and beyond.
1: Oh, my God, wasn't it awesome? It was fantastic. I wasn't thought it, it awesome? was leaps and bounds
0: better than it was last year. And last year was incredible, too.
1: You know, in, in developing it and being the, the curator of it and of both of them, I will say that this year it just felt so strong. And last year, I, was, I, I developed the seminars, and I, and I helped with all the bourbons. But this year, I had a lot of touching into the planning. I yeah. Mean, I mean, I've been, from day one, uh, we've been planning this for a year. And one of the big things that I have been going, trying to get is this seminar, the Jack and Jim seminar. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, basically, I would get the master distiller f- from Jim Beam and master distiller from Jack Daniels on the stage— been a dream of mine. I mean, I've worked. I worked so hard to get that, and I actually had to go through all these like, uh, you know, chains of emails and everything with sure. both, with both companies. They it was very interesting because they wanted to be, um. They wanted to make sure that things were. They didn't so much care how things were on stage, but they were really concerned about the lead up to it with like the marketing of it they were like you oh. know we really like each other we really we, we, we consider us friendly rivalries yeah. you know basically and we're like we don't want we don't want this to come off like it's a a punch match or a boxing match or something sure. even though that's a little bit how people perceived it <laughs> um, kind of wanted yeah and, and, and but uh, they didn't want to you know market it that way sure and yeah. I understand that um and I feel like, uh, and one of them came up with the name, Jack and Jim, What's the Difference? I was like, that's a brilliant title. Perfect. I thought it Absolutely. was a brilliant title. And it kind of fell through. And in moderating that, it really did follow the path of just a couple of gentlemen who are, you know, disagree on a lot of things, kind of talking. You know, it was, it was a very fun seminar to moderate. Right. But they were gentlemen through and through. Actually I was the only non gentleman on the stage. <laughs> and that you know, Fred No, you know, whipped me around a little bit. That was good, and I need that. Yeah. You seem like you're having fun. Yesterday. Oh, I, I had a you... blast. And good. and you know, the other one the big one that I that I moderated that was really important is like, you know, we're looking at we're looking at an epic moment in in history. Where women and people of all races are getting opportunity, and I was so proud to be able to moderate change, you know, the cultural evolution with Fawn Weaver and celebrity chef Tom Colicchio. That, that was, was so an great.
0: Incredible seminar too. I was able to sit in for that and um, awesome. Fawn reiterated a couple of things that she had said on on our show because we got to sit down with her about. Two hours before the the seminar, and she is so passionate about what she does, and doesn't care what anybody else says.
1: Well, and I <laughs> and I got to tell you, um, you know, when we talk, I'm a white dude. You know, I'm not.
0: Um, I had no idea.
1: Yeah, and a lot of people or are Fred. won't touch the subject. Right. But I've been writing about enslaved persons in the distilling business for almost 10 years, and now there's an interest. But I think there was a there was a concern from some of us in the in the community that we were going to sweep all that stuff away in the in this growth pattern. Right. You know, like w- we wouldn't pay attention to that heritage. And I've tried to keep it alive, um, but there's only so much. You know that I could write about to get people to pay attention. Fawn Weaver comes to the discussion of diversity with a damn sledgehammer and knocks down the door and says, "Pay attention." Mm -hmm. And it's not a political movement. It is purely about giving people opportunity. And right. And she, you heard it on the stage. It just people earn the opportunity, and but. They need to be given the opportunity.: Sure, and that's a big part of what this whole movement is about. Tom Cleeo has been a part of that from the very beginning. Uh, so it was, in a, it was a fantastic panel, and I'm so proud to have been able to moderate that.
0: And I think one of the most important things that came out of that discussion too was Tom saying, "It doesn't happen by accident. it happens by design."
1: And that moment about like him like, raising boys like. Yeah, how to be men. That was wasn't, that was that really
0: powerful. I thought. Yeah,
1: I mean it's. Uh, I mean we t- we talk about this all the time. It, you know, I mean, Paul, I think about you know Victoria, your your daughter, and you know, she's gonna she's gonna grow up into a world that was easier uh, easy, easier than her mamas and her grandmas.
2: Victoria is a force to be reckoned with, number one. Um, but you're right, and it makes me proud to be a, a dad of a young lady that's growing up. And and, and I, just to give you a little story the other day, my son was like, Victoria, you can't do that. You're a girl. And immediately I stopped him and what he was doing, son, your, your sister can do whatever she wants to do, however she wants to do it just as good as you can. So I think it's important for all fathers of young ladies Absolutely. to really, you know, have that passion and guys like Tom and Fred and Fawn Talk about those things. Mm-hmm. Keeps it top of mind for people. So for me, you know, that that was cool to be there, like you, and listen to it. Yeah. Just, I get the and I can't see it, but I get you know goosebumps <laughs> thinking about that because it's awesome.
1: Yeah. And, no, of course I, we have gotta, here with us probably the foremost woman in the distilling business right now, or one oh, of them. Thank you. You're you're pretty <laughs> badass.
3: Well, I appreciate that. I like being badass. And, autumn, <laughs> I was going
1: to uh, turn this over to you
0: too to talk about how you feel. Yeah. By the way, this is Autumn from uh, um, Jephthah the Creed.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they know it. She's That's got me. a cool preacher too. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I just washes her hair head. every other day.
1: <laughs> What's your favorite color? Red. Oh, I didn't guess that. Yeah. I was going to guess blue.
3: No. There's a lot red. of
1: red
0: in the Jephthah the Creed marketing and the and her hair is branding. Red. And, and, is. and her hair is red too.
3: Yes.
1: Yeah. Right, I'm going to pull out. I'm not going to say anything else. I'm going <laughs> to.
3: I'm just going to shut up
0: now. Autumn, what do you feel like your role as a woman in this industry is? Do you feel like you have had to overcome any kind of boundaries in terms of establishing yourself? Or have you felt like it's just a natural progression, like you just were able to jump into it and nobody said anything?
3: I think as far as the people in the industry, it's kind of been a natural progression for me so far. I mean... Not only am I establishing myself as a woman in the industry, I'm establishing myself as a young person in the industry. I'm new to the bourbon game, so to speak. Right. So I think it's just kind of been a natural progression for me. they kind of gone hand in hand.
1: I think that you kind of undersell yourself a little bit, you know, um... You guys made the only vodka I've ever said nice things about.
3: Well, I did enjoy watching that on Facebook Live. That was an, that was entertaining.
2: Do you know how big of a deal that is?
3: Oh, I do. He Believe just, me, people still talk to me about okay. it. Okay, <laughs> he
2: just beat me up for drinking vodka one time. I mean, he did. right
1: on the, I mean, like really. This is what puts you on, on the not you. Not right, list. So
3: yeah.
1: I'd love to know how did you get it? I mean, do you add glycerin to it? What what do you Nothing. do to make it taste like good?
3: <laughs> we use bloody butcher corn that's what we use to make it taste good what's a so 100% corn vodka i, I
1: mean you you're distilling it to 190 proof
3: we are it goes up to 191 192 and then we wow. pull it off and we do prove you, it you down do with our it, water
1: do you blend it with a like a lower lower uh, proof distillate or anything no that's unreal No, oh, we, I, we distill can... it
3: straight from our corn we take our corn that we harvest mm-hmm. in the fields which we just started harvesting this week so hopefully it rains or it stops raining long enough for, <laughs> for us to finish but we take it from the corn, we mill it on site, we did, uh, ferment it, cook it, send it over to our column still for the low wines, and then we take those low wines, put them in our vodka still, distill it up to 190, 192, somewhere in there, and then we pull it off and proof it down to 80 and bottle wow. it.
1: So the, the bloody butcher corn, it has that kind of, it has enough oils to carry through in the
3: distillation? I think it has more than yellow corn. I'm, we take it off, we filter it twice. And we chill filter that one now because we started chill filtering it because we've had some people be like, "There's too much flavor. Vodka shouldn't have any flavor." Too flavor. Yeah, too much flavor for a vodka, <laughs> and it's still Fred coming off. You can still smell. <laughs> you can still smell the the almost butterscotch, the the cookie notes I, it, that come it, from the corn.
1: It is, it, it's mesmerizing in some ways. Um, I have a business. I, I would like to do business with you. Let's let's create a, a vodka brand together. Let's call it Vodka Sucks, and with an X, and then yeah. no, let's do it right. Okay, let's do it right, and then and we just donate every dollar to, to a, a veteran charity. What do you think?
3: I like that plan. Maybe not the Vodka Sucks name, but. Uh, I like the plan. It has to be vodka. Socks.
1: Vodka
2: rocks. No.
3: (laughs) Can you imagine Fred putting his name on anything that says vodka rocks? Well, you know what?
2: You told me last night it would take ten million dollars for you to put your name on (laughs) a brand or a vodka brand. Ten million dollars. I said that last night. You did. That's low.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I must have been in a good mood.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you were feeling pretty good. You seemed like you were in a good mood for most of the day yesterday. Um.
1: You were a little yeah. stressed in the morning. I'll say that much. You know, I, I was stressed. Um, I, I was stressed because there's, I have a lot of expectations on myself. Sure. And I'll be honest with you, I'm very rarely happy with anything I do. I pretty much hate every book I've written. And wow. most—and uh, the reason why is because I always, see, I always see like one thing I wish I could have done better. And, that, and I'll focus on that. And I'll try to do it better the next time. That's just how I am. I, f- I kind of feel like Nick Saban. The guy gets, you know, he, was, he wins football games like 62 to 7. And he gets mad because somebody, you know, dropped a pass on the, you know, 42-yard line or right. something. Or misses a field goal. And, you know, so I, I'm, a, I'm such a perfectionist. And I think that's probably why I will always be pushing and working because I, I, I hate failing and uh, I, Bourbon and Beyond to me is, is an opportunity to bring Bourbons to the forefront for a lot of people and I don't want to disappoint the Bourbons. Like if, if Autumn told me that she was unhappy, I would stop everything I was doing, and no matter what it was, no matter who I was talking to and I would do whatever I could to make sure that Bourbon and Beyond was a success for her.
2: I'm going to give a little story to provide some context to that. So Fred and I were out, um, and I've been his uh, uh, de facto assistant this weekend uh, over the last, well, through the week to help him get planned for things. So we were out um, at the Big Bourbon Bar before the show on Wednesday or Thursday, and we were walking through and checking all the signs to make sure it was right. And Fred found a few uh, inaccuracies to some of the, the signs that were advertising the, the bourbon. Very,
1: very small. Very, very small. I mean,
2: I mean, I'm talking like 99.9% yeah. would not have noticed that. Sure. He stopped what he was doing. He got on the phone with, with the right people. And every one of those signs were changed to make sure that the bourbon brands were absolutely represented to what the trademark was. And I'll tell you that I, I don't know if people would even notice that, but how... how great is that to have an ambassador for your brands that are going out to do that so that to me like it's
3: fantastic verifies yeah.
2: exactly absolutely. what you
0: absolutely and before we started recording Paul and I too were talking about my anxieties towards the bourbon boom ending <laughs> and what what I was getting at though was my anxieties are always quelled by my fears are always quelled by by Fred's dancing <laughs> yeah, you can't see yeah. it but Fred is really digging whatever this song is i can't hear it right now
1: <laughs> all but i know is i feel like i'm going to a disco right now and uh, <laughs> i got my high shoes on In your windbreaker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: that's actually a really nice rain jacket damn nice rain jacket yeah. is it sorry all right go Apologies. on
0: anyway my what, what i was getting at was you know i i see people like you who are so passionate about it i see people like autumn who are still trying to you know bring new
1: things to the table. Yeah, I'm telling you, her move is going to... When she makes her move in this business, you know, there's going to be a whole lot of people. She's going to be looking on the rear view, in her rear, rear view mirror to a lot of people. She's she's very talented. <laughs> that's exciting, too. I appreciate that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but it just... It, it makes me feel like it's not going to end anytime soon. And well, we, here's, we still here's have a thing. long way to go with you it. Know that, you know, th-
1: that's a very nice, uh, very nice thing to say. But I will tell you, as... Bourbon, historically, goes up and goes down. It goes up and down. And what has really been the problem is that that has always been by, based on the consumption. Like the last time we, bourbon was up and then it went down, it did not have a tourist component. And it did not have a festival like Bourbon and Beyond. And it certainly didn't have something like my magazine, Bourbon Plus, which just came out this week. Oh, right here. Little plug. Oh,
3: yeah, right.
1: And oh, by the way, I had a baby. That, that's another thing. We we had a baby. Like, uh, Technically, three, you didn't have no, a baby. No, my wife had a baby three weeks ago. <laughs> and so I had the mag launching the magazine and Bourbon and Beyond. Uh, so they had a lot going on this past and couple weeks. And you redid
0: your website, too.
1: <laughs> I, that's right I redid my website and so I curated
2: out for you, Fred
1: and I curated uh, um, a really cool festival or a really cool auction called the art of bourbon at the speed museum where yeah. where her dad yeah. actually spent dropped 10 grand on a on a bo- 1952 bottle of uh, um, Albert Blanton that he picked a bottle that he specifically picked out or a barrel that he picked out
3: Ooh, so boy. yes
1: <laughs> so where is your dad going to be put in that bottle then
3: oh well, that's what we're trying to figure out right now <laughs> in the vault it's, it's hidden away it's nobody knows it's where It's about, not where I the have a
1: really is. good idea I have this amazing glass that I would love to see what it looks like in it <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then he has these taste buds that he would really like to roll Just the verbal really need to assess it oh, he,
3: he joked with our uh, general manager at the distillery he told him like oh I cracked it open after I got home and the look on his face was priceless <laughs>
1: Do you think he'll invite us over for when he opens it?
3: If he ever opens it. Really? I don't think he ever will.
1: Did you see my Facebook feed about that? I did. People talking about adding Coke to it and crap.
3: Coke. I can't believe people would do that.
1: I mean I wanted to reach through the cyberwebs okay, and cold. strangle them.
2: <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> Good off your phone, Paul. All right, sorry. Hey, Paul, actually, what did you find out about uh, the Blackburn on the Constitution? In fact, there were 38 signers of the U.S. Constitution, and there were no Blackburns. no Blackburns. No Blackburns. But a lot of other cool people. But
1: there was a Blackburn in early America that did something. Uh, this
2: I'm sure of. Well, Martha <laughs> Blackburn married George Washington if that counts for anything. No, I mean. no, no. It,
0: yes, it does count. That's fantastic. I'm, I'm gonna, Martha. I'm going to start a, a Twitter thread called Fred Minnick Quote of the Day. And it's well, going to be just those general <laughs> things. <laughs> like, there was a Blackburn who did something.
2: <laughs> You're right, man. It Nine does twenty-three that a lot, eighteen. Though, bro. It's like, you know, just you know, he'll he'll get through. A th- like lose the part of the thought at the end and just do like, something, or you know, that stuff. Yeah, Liz,
1: if I'm not writing, the thoughts don't always get completed. <laughs> I know I sound Fred like uh, I'm on medication or something, but I probably am. I just don't know about it. <laughs>
2: Jacqueline's up. like,
1: you know, dr- drugging me up while I'm uh, having my morning coffee.
0: Who's, who's Jacqueline?
1: Oh, it's my, my it wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know her name. What would you call Sorry. her? What'd did you, you d- say Jacqueline? Jacqueline, yeah. yeah okay. Did you, call it, did you call her Jackie? No, I said Jacqueline. Because let me tell you what happens to people when they call her Jackie. <laughs> Start missing kneecaps.
2: You'll have an uninvited guest <laughs> on your next show. I was always saying.
1: I tell you what, she <laughs> will kick that ass. <laughs> Only cute old men are allowed to call her Jackie. I said Jacqueline. And I you said got too Jackie. good a hair to call her Jackie. <laughs> uh, she will kick your ass, man, I'm telling you. She will straight up with that ass. Okay, well,
0: <laughs> sorry, you lost me for a second there.
1: Hey, man, you're the interviewer here. You got to get with it. I'm trying, man. I'm trying, but if
0: you keep talking about your, your wife whooping What'd me. you say
1: about my wife? <laughs> Dude. That come she could beat me up. Yeah, it's true. Which is
0: fair. Yeah.
1: I'm not. I don't know. You, you might be able to <laughs> hold your own with her.
2: I would. Fred's looking
1: on. me up and down. I, <laughs> I'm I'm getting a little worried. I'm not
0: looking <laughs> you up and down anymore. I'm looking over here now. Well, Autumn, let's talk a little bit too about your. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. How did you transition? <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you can't. Right. That's the thing.
3: Yeah, just jump okay. right in.
0: <laughs> let's talk a little bit too about your bourbon products that are absolutely out or coming out soon. So, talk a little bit about what. Uh, what, what separates your bourbon from maybe other distilleries?
3: Well, because we're using this bloody butcher corn, we we can't source it from somebody else. <laughs> uh, we, we like to say that to make a two-year bourbon, it takes three years of planning, because since we grow our corn, we have to take a year to grow it, right? And then from there, we can after that we can distill it and then age it for two years to be a called straight bourbon. So right, it takes a little bit of extra time and planning. to to get that bourbon on the shelf (laughs) so right now we've got uh we've been open for a little under two years now Uh, our straight bourbon will be coming out in april of 2019 and it's going to be our four grain mash bill we've also got a rye mash bill and a wheat mash bill that's on the way but that's going to still be aging for a little bit longer and then right now we've got our bloody butcher's creed line of spirits that we do it's all whiskey so far And right now we've got our one-and-a-half year out. It's on the shelves in Kentucky, Indiana, Rhode Island, and soon-to-be Tennessee. So that's, that's out right now. We kind of call it our distiller select, and Fred's still dancing. Well, I have, like, a <laughs> stupid question,
2: not being a bourbon expert like the rest of you guys, but are you, like, one of the only distilleries that actually grow your own corn, your, your own farmers, and, and harvest it? I know, you know, they buy that's a lot of... That's a great of- question. Yeah, yeah that's we're, a great we're question. one of
3: the few. Yeah. That it, you. In Kentucky, I can't... Really I can't Think of anybody who grows all of their corn solely for their products. Um, I know there's a couple uh, distilleries in Illinois that are growing their corn as well.
1: Yeah, the Illinois distillers, you know, they they were, most of them were like corn farmers first, you know, so you're not looking at like that same kind of uh, corn that she's doing. Yeah. Uh, It's pretty common with, uh, like, there's some increased efforts in the barley side. Okay.
2: Like, people are. Growing barley and stuff. Well, I know for mm-hmm. me, like being a consumer and, like, and an a expert, restaurant owner. And a restaurant owner. Restaur- yeah, I, I just while we'll talk about that, I own three local restaurants here Oh, what are they called? Uh, <laughs> uh, our newest place uh, is called Cuvion. It's a uh, Cajun and Southern restaurant with an excellent bourbon list right here in Germantown in Louisville, Kentucky. Then over on the Indiana side, we own a place called Parlor. Parlor. It's oh, a pizza yeah. and beer, but uh, believe it or not, we have bourbon on tap at our, our restaurant. It's incredible. You can oh, come get awesome. a pool of bourbon on tap. And then uh, thirdly is Citizen 7 out in Norton Commons. We do a lot more tequila and tacos, uh, but believe it or not there, we still have 25, 30 bourbons you know, that, we, uh, that we have available for people. What do you
0: do? Every, every restaurant, every good restaurant, right. has something cocktail-wise that is purely inspired by... Their food, or by their chef. Sure. What are the bourbon? What are some of the bourbon cocktails that you all have um, across the board that separate you from? Um, well, you're gonna laugh,
2: and I can see Fred dancing in the reflection. <laughs> That's why you're laughing. Uh, you know, really. <laughs> no, so, go ahead. Go so, ahead. So, so, at Cuvion, what we did, what, which I think is kind of a, a, like a, a throwback back to the day, is we wanted to bring the, the, the classics back. Right. So. We try to make our more classic bourbon drinks five bucks with a really, really good house bourbon versus, you know, in a restaurant where you're trying to focus on food and you know pair of the cocktails is, you know, if it takes 15 minutes to get your drink and your food's coming out, you know, you're not really going to enjoy your beverage. So we try to, like, go back instead of getting too fancy and make keep it simple. Pick your favorite bourbon with sure. your favorite mixer. Five bucks for these certain list of drinks. So we're really right. just trying to get people to come in and enjoy the bourbon. Uh, Dave Tooney is is our bar manager with Chef Paul Schoolis. Uh, They've done a really good job of selecting some really, really great things. We have some good uh, reps out there. Uh, Some of the guys over at Heaven Hill have really done a nice job of working with our guys there. We really love them. I've got an idea for you. I love ideas. Why don't you do a dinner with Autumn?
3: Yeah, we'd love to.
2: Well, you know what? Let's let's work it out. Absolutely. We absolutely get that done. We like to yeah. do special events, I and mean, anytime we can partner with um, anybody, well, number no, local folks it was sure. just cool. I, and uh, you know we what? Do
1: it. I, I would love to see your chef. Can, can you uh, give him some, uh, some corn?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, that's we cool. take our. That's what the bloody butcher corn was originally used for. Was cornmeal?
1: Why don't you get your chef to make some dishes out of their corn?
2: Uh, I'm, well, Chef Anyone Schoolis uh, is super committed to buying all local as, as much as he can, and I'd say it's like 90% of what we buy. Um, so, yeah, that would be so cool. Local I mean, being Costco. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we, really like, we, like, Costco? we like Kroger quantity, better. Quantity over so. quality. <laughs> <laughs> no, no kidding. But, I mean, so, yeah, I mean, that would be cool. I mean, even at Citizen 7, our taco place, we do uh, a dope elote. How cool would it be a bloody butcher you know, elote yeah. with the with the shortage up the creek. Is it I mean,
1: dope? Absolutely. Is it dope lote <laughs> Dope.
2: I mean, dope is a word that you can use. See, that's why I'm your coolest friend. I just use a word that you're not comfortable using, um, and I made it sound awesome. I hate that
1: word, dope. Yeah, I hate the word dope, and I hate the word dude. When someone dudes me, I'm like, ingrown <laughs> hair on an elephant's
2: ass is what a dude is, technically.
1: Really? Yeah. What do you do with an ingrown hair on an elephant's ass? Well, I'm not an elephant, so I don't know.
2: Or what do, you, a what do you think they do? Do they like rub up against a tree to like relieve themselves? I would say one of the other elephants may come over and use its <laughs> trunk elephant with 183 tweezers. muscles in it to you know help <laughs> them out. I mean, I don't know. That's a really random question. I'm just Were picturing
0: you, the biggest tweezers you've ever seen, and they're like <laughs> right, basically. straight. <laughs>
2: Yeah, they need a crane for that. But no, I, so I need your card after this because I think Absolutely. that would be so cool and would love to support you guys. Uh, my dad worked with maybe your mom at uh, Roman Hostel. Yeah, Chemical. that would be
3: my mom. That's yeah. where she got her career started. At. Yeah,
2: Paul Blackburn Sr. I'm a junior. My dad uh, has a real affinity for you guys and, and loves your mom and, and, and all that. So. There you go. Yeah. Wow.
3: See? It all ties together. Yeah,
2: small. Little We're big open. city here in
1: Little <laughs> Kentucky. That's right. We really, we really are. We all hate people in Lexington. So, <laughs> yeah. whoa. Well, no, we don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Funny. No. No, that's fine. I I'm don't live in place. in Lexington no, right now. No, he. This guy. This dude. This dude's the biggest cats or cards fan I know. Yeah. He's a huge cards fan, and he, he just ha- you he dude. hates. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. for. Me. It's what. What's weird is that I, I do call people dude, and I don't even apply the same courtesy that I ask others to apply to me
2: because
1: I hate being called dude. Okay, so I think now that the vodka brain has to be Dude Vodka Rocks. That's taken. Dude Vodka
2: Rocks. That's, that's a great name for something. You know?
0: That's
1: already taken. It's got a guy with sunglasses on there and spritzed up hair. Oh. It's from the 90s. Okay. I don't know. It Spritz a word. I made that up. Yeah. Yes. No, sprint is a real one. Not in this case. Not
0: yet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I don't even know what we're what are we talking about now. Just, are we, we're talking about Jeff DeCree. Jeff Decree. We uh, yeah. Well I yeah. can yes. talk about Jeff Decrete all day long. Hey, you know what? Autumn and I <laughs> are doing do an event to get <laughs> together at the Kentucky Derby Museum. We'll yeah, be, we are we'll February twenty first. Uh, yes, February twenty first. Uh, so you can get your tickets at Derby
2: Museum Okay. <laughs> are you coming to the food and wine experience that uh, on the October twentieth, the Courier journal is putting on?
3: No, uh, but Northern I can not get that done.
2: Give me your card, I'll give you a
3: absolutely uh, I would like
1: care. I don't understand why they always do it when I'm out of town. They always <laughs> do that event when I'm out of town. It's like they're finding a way like, all right, guys, get get into Fred's schedule, see when he's out of town. It's like Forecastle. I feel like I'm always gone for Forecastle. Forecastle's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry you have to miss it. It's okay. Great I'll event. get over it eventually.
0: Well anyway, let's um let's wrap up a little bit just uh, no. Well, I wanted to keep going. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, fine. Let's just keep going because we're, oh, that's only 40 minutes in. That's I kind of want
1: tacos,
2: though, so <laughs> we can wrap up. Yeah. Well, can we go get tacos after this? We could go to Kuvion and have brunch.
0: Oh. Can we that's all do that? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. yeah.
1: let
2: we'll just keep this gang together. Sure. I like Why it. Not? We'll go over we're there and What's great is he's actually going to buy because he owns a restaurant. <laughs> I absolutely will buy. <laughs> and just for the record, I'm not the only owner, so I'm going to call him up and no, up. Yeah. But, yeah, so <laughs> I got you covered. No, actually, I'll get it. Oh. Yeah, um, I'll pick it up.
1: Thank, Man, I owe this guy so dude. much for this weekend. So the um, least I can do is
2: spend money in his restaurant. Yeah. Well, well it, I just appreciate being a part of what you guys do. It's yeah. been an honor to sit here and talk to you guys. I mean, it, this is fun. I can do this every day. <laughs> um, and just it's not so bad, that, is it? No, yeah. No, But, yeah, so thank you for letting me sit absolutely, in with you guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want cool. to
0: say thank you to, to everybody as well, too, for, for sitting down. This was the most... Hodgepodge little <laughs> conversation I've had on the show before, but
1: yeah, but you're going to find out, it. out it's the most listened to as one as well. What is your most listened to podcast? Um,
0: I think we did we did one where we ran through a list of like that food and wine put out of like the thirty most important bourbons.
1: Oh yeah, I was on the time. I was on the panel that picked picked
2: those. Yeah,
1: we yeah. we picked it a, we picked the list apart little
0: yeah
2: bit, so. good you should <laughs> can, can we do something fun that fred did i'm gonna borrow a page from from you Is yesterday that i thought was really fun was before we sign off yeah uh what was everybody's first drink i thought that was brilliant and people had some real stories about that you know first drink ever ever whoa i know mine right off the bat i drank a 40 a colt 45 <laughs> At 15 years old. Wasn't that the most common one that people would say yesterday? Colt,
1: Colt 45. Uh, b- that, 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 that most people's response was uh, Colt 45. <laughs> no, it was
2: not cold 45.
1: <laughs> no, yesterday at, in the interviews. It was cold
2: 45? That's
1: what David Byrne said.
2: There's no way.
1: <laughs> you were in the room. They I wasn't in with David Byrne.
2: I was I was outside in the rain. Man. Where you put me. All right, Autumn, what was yours?
3: <laughs> uh, Woodford Reserve on the Rocks. Wow. Yeah, that was oh, my okay. first drink. Nice. Yeah. Wow. And the last bourbon time Eastern. she drank it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah think that's,
3: mine- that's how I got my palate started, was all drinking bourbon. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think think still drink Woodford? Was- I do.
0: Nice. Perry? I think mine was red wine at Thanksgiving. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> red Dude, wine's good I for I your hair. On, <laughs> I didn't drink for a long time. Red wine
1: at Thanksgiving. I didn't drink until I was... That hair just got less cool. <laughs> I mean, you could you could have been like, you could have given the story of like, man, mom and dad were cooking a turkey and <laughs> me and the boys, we stole the, the cab and we went in the basement and we chugged
2: it. <laughs> It was so cool. That Robert Mundavi. <laughs> <laughs> See, dude, <laughs> on the same wavelength, man. <laughs> yeah,
0: red wine at Thanksgiving.
2: I'm yeah. super cool. No, I'm super I, cool. I mean, you know it's true
0: <laughs> when you say, say it.
1: it. Yeah. yeah. I don't you know. know. I don't I know.
0: know. Okay, Fred, what about you?
1: I was, uh, Dad was drinking a beer in the living room, and I was like, I want to drink it. And he was like, mm, all right. <laughs> and it was those big tall cans of Fos- fosters the australian beer an oil can and an oil can that's
0: australian for beer Do you know that? and that?
1: Yeah. I- <laughs> that's what outback says and i and i kicked it back and i swear to god it tasted like piss
2: <laughs> I-, I think i was seven years old we had another guy wow. yesterday that had his first drink at seven years old do you remember that? The little guys from Swimming with Bears. He's like he powered Ow. he powered through a 12 ounce can of Bud Light and passed <laughs> out on <his> the floor. <laughs> hey, those guys are awesome.
0: Dude, we sat th- down with them uh, and 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 chatted for a little bit and we were supposed to go They're going to make them it. Last night, They're going to make oh, I think it. So They're going to,
1: you know, you you can being in the kind of on the fray of the music business, you can kind of get a tell for you can tell for the bands that are serious and have kind of like oh, a, yeah. a work ethic, oh, that's yeah. what it's all about. Man, it's about work ethic. You may have talent, yeah. but if you're out there snorting cocaine all the time, you know you're not gonna make it. Not right. in today's no. world. No.
0: Right? Well, they put on
3: a really good show yesterday,
1: uh, and they got it before
0: the rain. Mm-hmm. So one of the few. Well, anyway, I want to say thank you all so
1: much for. Hey man, for thank down. you thank sitting down. It's yeah, for for always fun. To I've told you this you before, Fred. Perry, but you are a very good interviewer. Thank you. you and you, now it's on the record. You take you take you the take pulse that away. Uh, you take the pulse of your of your the people on your panel and you you ask good questions. And uh, yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Man. Yeah. If there was a <laughs> tear <laughs> down Perry's eye. Accept it while Just I you. give it. Just All on. right, let's go All eat. All right, let's, let's do it.
0: Well, that about does it for our coverage of bourbon and beyond 2018 as i said too we are super excited for bourbon and beyond 2019 and i'm sure that we will be back there again covering the festivities and getting to meet lots more people and having a good time but uh, just to kind of give you guys a look to see what's coming up in the future Uh, Next week, we are going to have Chad and Sarah back on from It's Bourbon Night, and my dad actually is going to be on that episode as well, and I'm not going to spoil too much of it because I want you to uh, listen in and see what happens. And then uh, in a few weeks, we are actually going to be having our 50th episode and one-year anniversary spectacular and you are definitely not going to want to miss that. That's going to drop on October 24th. We are getting closer and closer to that date. Uh, in the meantime, go follow us on social media, uh, at My Bourbon Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also find us on YouTube, uh, where I've been doing live streams every Tuesday night. So just... Uh, head to YouTube and search This Is My Bourbon Podcast. You'll be able to find the channel there. Head to bourbonshop.threadless.com for all of our apparel and merchandise. And that's a great way to help support the show. But you can also support the show at patreon.com slash podcast. For as little as a dollar a month, you can help us keep going. We are officially, as of today, fully funded Uh, in terms of covering our hosting costs for the podcast. So I just want to say a huge thank you to everybody who is supporting us over on Patreon. That means a whole lot. Give us a rate and review on iTunes. That really helps people to find us. Tell your friends. Subscribe to the show if you haven't done it already uh think about does it thank you all so much for listening we of course couldn't do this without you i will see you next week but until then i'm perry and this is my bourbon podcast